Hello and welcome to the Meat Improv with me, Josh Simpson. And me, Jake Jabor. The Meat is the improv and storytelling podcast. We're even on comedian guests to tell true meaty stories from their lives. And then what do we do with those, Jake? We use those stories for long-form improvisational comedy. Oh, it's just a blast. Uh, we're recording over Zoom. We're in all parts of the country. Uh, so bear with us, dear listener. If there's a little lag or whatever, we're doing our best. Uh, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash the meat improv, where we have a, usually have a special bonus episode every week where we talk shop about improv and stuff we're teaching or learning or whatever. Uh, and uh, we also, brand new, we have... Uh, a merch store, which is www.tpublic.com slash stores slash the meat improv with dashes in between. So the dash meat dash improv tpublic.com stores slash the dash meat dash improv. And we don't have much up there right now, but we have some shirts. You can get hoodies, you can get cups, whatever you want. And everything's 30% off for one week. So you can get a shirt for $14 if you like. Uh, good. Who knows if people will do that? That's a great deal. But it's available. No pressure. Yeah. yeah. $14 you need shirt. To wear something. <laughs> Even if you yeah. just need a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty yeah. good deal for it's a shirt. It's a good way to sell it. it just, it's a cheap shirt. It just says our <laughs> name on it, too. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's get to the fun part uh, where we introduce our guests and do the show. Uh, uh, our first guest is a first timer. Uh, you yeah. just heard her voice. She plays with me on assembly. Carrie McGuire. Uh, Hello. Welcome to the show, Carrie. Thanks for being on. Thanks so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Uh, yeah, thanks for being here. Yeah. Um, and our second guest uh, has been on a couple times before. Um, he's from, I guess you could say UCB. <laughs> we are all sort of from <laughs> UCB at this point. We've crawled uh, out of the One way or another or not. UCB. I don't know. <laughs> uh this is an interesting thing, whether or not people want to take that credit. But, you know, let's just go ahead. Uh, he's very funny. Uh, Kale Hills. Welcome, Kale. <laughs> Hi. Thanks for being on the show. Hi, Kale. Thank you so much for having me. And I will take this opportunity to formally disavow myself from UCB <laughs> unless they reopen and want to put me in an SNL showcase. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we got a breaking exclusive. <laughs> yeah put it on the what is the opposite of tmz <laughs> like, no one cares.com <laughs> just think it to yourself yeah yeah uh it is true that um, is, is the way to get everybody back is just call every show an snl showcase mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah lauren michaels permanently in the audience yeah yeah, <laughs> it's going to be weird. I miss it, if I'm honest. Yeah. I miss seeing people, for sure. Absolutely. Uh, this yeah. is sort of my only little, like, crack of the window to, like, have a social life with all the people I had a social life with. Um, um, but, yeah, very strange. Very strange. Um, are, you two, are you both still in Los Angeles? Or do you mind if I... Are you still no. in L.A., Kale and Carrie? I was in Los Angeles um, for most of the pandemic, and then I I got too lonely. Um, It got too hard (laughs) to see anyone. Like, I went through a whole period of, like, two weeks where I don't think I saw any one person, and and everybody got tired of Zoom, too. So um, 
I ended up going, I mean, up to my parents' house in Oregon. So now I'm hanging out with my parents oh, okay. and my grandmother. And um, we, we're having a great old time. It's a little regimented. We always have dinner at the same time and we always watch TV together. Um, but I showed them Hamilton <laughs> uh, this weekend and they all loved it. So. Oh, fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh, cool. What are y'all, what are the hits? Like the, what are y'all watching? It's, um, you know, I, I started like we, I was actually visiting for like a week in early June. Um, and at that point we watched Bosch, um, the show on Amazon it's about, but then I came back to Los Angeles and realized that Bosch is like the highest level of copraganda that you can possibly get. Cause like in every episode of Bosch, like one of the cops shoots somebody two times in the heart, like at, at 50 feet. Cause they're just like, I know he had a gun and he was about to shoot me. And I shot him two times in the heart. And, um, so, uh, I, I had to step away from Bosch. Um, I can't make it to all of the protests, but like I'm doing my part in stepping away from Bosch. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I was having them watch slings and arrows. The, um, it's like a Canadian show about a theater company putting on a production of Hamlet. It's a great show. Oh, huh. I've it's never great. I've never it. even heard of that. Oh, it's, um, it's like from 2003. It's Canadian. It's stars Rachel McAdams, I think in one of her first roles. And, uh, if you like theater, uh, like I do, it's a, it's a great behind the scenes thing. It's really wait, fun. Is it, wait, <laughs> is it scripted or unscripted? It's scripted. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's, it's, um, it's, yeah, it's definitely, it's, um, I don't know how to describe it. It's just like a scripted show about a theater company in Canada who like, um, they're, they're putting on this production of Hamlet and they brought in an outside director who like really still loves the art because the old guy got to be a sellout <laughs> and he died. Um, and, uh, then friendships are made and duels are fought. It's really great. <laughs> oh, okay. Great. Yeah. And where can we find it? Um, on Amazon, but you have to uh, sign up for Acorn. Oh, okay. I have Acorn. And that's six. Yeah. Oh, good. I, have six I literally have never heard of Acorn before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me neither. But it is Acorn. I am not sure. It's like something you have to pay more for. <laughs> it's a, uh, my mom got it. It's a, uh, like a lot of BBC programming. Um, mm. So uh, I, I, if you like, any of the BBC shows that you can't find. Uh, it's a great uh, platform Acorn. for that. <laughs> it's yeah. streaming, streaming for moms. Yeah, streaming exactly. For moms. Huh. And uh, Bosch is streaming for dads. So we've got them all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it fully is. I mean, every day my dad's like, why can't we watch something where somebody shoots someone? <laughs> <laughs> um, how did, so the parents loved Hamilton, huh? Is they it, did, yeah. Did did they know anything about it going in? Uh, were are they? I I asked because I want to show my parents Hamilton, but yeah. I don't know how it'll go over. I've never seen it. Oh, it's um, it's great. I mean, my parents loved it. They, my parents are like liberals, so if you're th- talking about like right wing, left wing, it's um, they're on that side of it. Um. And I did have to put on um, subtitles because 
uh, with the threat that they couldn't understand all of the rapping. But in all honesty, they watch every single show with subtitles nowadays, anyhow, Um, (laughs) especially if we're watching something with an English accent. But yeah, they loved it. My grandmother loved it, too. It ended and she said, oh, that was wonderful. She just loved it. Maybe that'll make their next, like, <laughs> that'll be their next blurb outside their theater. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It's Grandma we, Barb. What about you, Kale? Are you, are you still in LA? I'm still in LA. Um, I have been fortunate in that. So I'm at my apartment right now and I have a, a roommate. Um, and then I'm also in a relationship, uh, uh, with this guy who lives down t- in downtown LA. So I get to split time between downtown and Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, so I get at least a little more variety than like most people do. But other than that same, you know, I'm losing my mind with the best of them. You guys can see I'm, I put on a Hawaiian shirt today for no reason. <laughs> I bleached my hair. I'm like trying to You're manifest. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I think it's a good look. <laughs> I kind of, yeah, it's kind of fun. Um, but I have, I've, I've been here. I've been in LA the whole time. Um, and my content recommendation is a show called this country, which was on the BBC. It's like oh. a mockumentary. Um, and is like so gentle and fun and sweet. And I think it's on, um, I don't know. It's Acorn? probably on some streaming service called Peanut or something. <laughs> <laughs> I think I watched it on Hulu. Cool. And Jake, right. you just you just so I'm in northern Wisconsin. Some people know that. I think uh, I've been gone for a bit. Um, kind of the same. There? Um, personally, I'm doing I'm doing fine. I'm definitely much happier here <laughs> than I was in my tiny spot in LA. Uh, I just, there's a lake, uh, I have a basketball hoop. <laughs> there's just like space. Um, and I'm with my folks. So they just got this new place up here. So part of the purpose is I'm like helping them around the house and stuff. I dug a well. <laughs> I think wow. I, mentioned, I, oh, mentioned nice. I just finished, uh, didn't totally finish the project, but <laughs> I get to dig out a huge hole. <laughs> How I do feel, you dig a well? Uh, it's like a window well. So it was like, there's a, if you have basements, which is not everybody does, but if you have basements, uh, sometimes there's like windows at the top of the basement wall that like are about where like the floor of the outside is, if that makes sense. So there's like, those windows have window wells to keep like the dirt and everything out of them. And there's this faulty. So I had to like dig a huge, it's probably like an eight by mm-hmm. <laughs> eight feet wide, but six feet deep. <laughs> I was like doing manual labor, but I am, I am earning my, I'm earning my keep over yeah. here. <laughs> like, so it kind of feels good. Like there is honestly something nice about like, I'm a little disconnected from Twitter and that kind of thing. Twitter is, just can drive me crazy anyways, but like there is some sort of weird, like almost Zen quality to just digging. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That I wasn't able to find just kind of like twiddling my thumb. So I'll dig wells. If, <laughs> if anyone in LA needs a well, when I get All back, right. window wells, pretty cool. I'll dig one. I get it. 
it's the weirdest thing to talk about, but Nick, you just joined the, the, uh, you just abandoned LA. Did you not? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Well, I've been out here about a week in Colorado. Um, but I'm, I'm heading back on Wednesday. So, uh, got a little trip in. Um, it was a nice change of scenery. Nothing else is that different. Um, my mom and I are watching a touch of frost, uh, which is a BBC show about a, <laughs> an older British detective. Uh, and, uh, you know, he doesn't always play by the rules, but he's, a uh, <laughs> he's no Bosch. He's no Bosch. Uh, Bosch never plays by the rules. Um, uh, which has been nice. And, that's been about it. I think, uh, I took my dad, uh, I'm like, uh, it, I'm what's the word. I'm sort of like somehow just teaching my dad how to live in the pandemic a little bit. I, I, we, we got like takeout. Um, uh, I, I got him ESPN. Uh, so his brother could come down and they could watch a baseball game on Thursday, I guess. And then I took him to Home Depot uh, so he could get a water pump for his little water fountain. Uh, so so far, uh, none of this has had anything to do with the <laughs> pandemic. It sounds like the pandemic is just making him like he was already kind of isolated before the pandemic. Oh, Kale, <laughs> you're very observant. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm just yeah. Uh, further connecting him to the outside world. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that getting ESPN is sort of like the thing for making friends too. I, I got they are, yeah, they're thrilled. Um, <laughs> and I don't, uh, I don't watch it. So some, it'll get good use. Um, baseball starting up. So that's important. Uh, I forgot to give a content recommendation. <laughs> and it, make sure it's from the BBC. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Yeah. I don't, sense because like the bbc is so calming even yes. the pop shows are like chill you know? <laughs> that's what uh, you want in pandemic i truly i'm trying to think of what i watched last I, I you know i watched the movie alien with my parents oh. <laughs> I had, whoa uh, that was pretty cool i'm catching up on a lot of that stuff um that's just on hbo or hbo max it's great yeah, movies so stressful though yeah. 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 You know, I could deal, but that's what I want. <laughs> yeah. When you've been outside digging wells all day, it's actually calming. <laughs> I'm well, thanks for inviting me over. Uh, uh, I'm, uh, I'm excited to watch, you know, the Super Bowl, that's going to be cool. Um, I was just thinking first we could, um, you know, watch something like a little apartif of another show. <laughs> An apartif? Yeah, uh, just something to get us to warm up before we watch the Super Bowl. Well, they do a pregame show. You know, there's a lot of talk. But yeah, we could watch. I, I, I mean, it's your house. Uh, I mean... This is my new network I got called Watermelon. It has everything that is slow. It's pretty much mostly vegetable growing shows. <laughs> it's the, what is this? 
so you have to get to the app. We're on your Roku here. Mm -hmm. It has oh. all the strawberry shortcakes. It has um, a bunch of uh, shows about growing um, <laughs> vegetables. Uh-huh. Are these shows or just, uh, I kind of feel like we're on the dark web here. You have to type type in this URL uh, kind of letter by letter. <laughs> it has been described as being illegal, but don't take that that seriously. That's just because they have some really helpful shows about how to grow your own marijuana and or opium. Anyhow. Okay. Well, all right. I'll watch one of these videos. Um, I mean, you show you you show me. You're the Oh, great. Yeah, this is uh, my favorite one. This one is about, it's called A Hundred Cucumbers. And really, it's uh, about this man named Denver. And his No spoilers, no spoilers. <laughs> I'm only on episode 87 of A Hundred Cucumbers. If you're well, gonna... You have to know that there's going to be a hundred. Come on! <laughs> Why did we subscribe to the calming channel of watermelon if not to be calmed now i know that there's going to be a hundred which i guess is kind of soothing so but actually i'm fine with that it really is just a good amount of cucumbers yes look here here's episode 33 where ironically he grows his 34th cucumber uh, boy these are long uh, planting the cucumbers over two weeks ago at approximately 10 centimeters depth in a fertile multi-soil the cucumber begins to sprout and you can see that this one is an autumnal varietal autumnal cucumbers are different from spring cucumbers in the following ways hmm. length coloration Roundness. Oh my God! I just saw on Twitter that Katy Perry is doing a song before the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, but it. <laughs> what? Yeah, it can't be as good as this. Crispness, firmness, and tanginess. These are all the ways. Can we put on subtitles? I can't understand that British accent. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. Good. Holy cow. Twitter. We see that the um, <laughs> options for subtitles include like <laughs> English, uh, English American, English UK, English Southern, English New York, <laughs> English Bostonian. There's a lot of options. You're from New York. Would you like the English New York subtitles? I mean, I got it. You're just reading them, right? <laughs> are, are they are they being spelled out with like an emphasis on certain accents and syllables? I, I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, then I'll take New York. I mean, I, can, I I thought that was more of a pronunciation thing, less of a. Oh, you can see it going along there. Oh, These yeah. are some crazy cucumbers. <laughs> they're round. They're tangy. <laughs> These are some crazy cucumbers. They are round and they are tangy. 
Holy shit. Are you guys on Twitter? It's going nuts. <laughs> Just something happened to the something happened to the president. Josh, if <laughs> you want to be on your adrenaline infused smartphone, please go in the other room. We're trying to figure out which of these 34 cucumbers is the tangiest and which is the firmest. And that's about all the intensity we can take. They're saying the president was at the Super Bowl. Someone made an attempt on his life. This cucumber tastes <laughs> hey. tangy. This cucumber. Volume up. <laughs> tastes tangy. This would be kind of, this is kind of huge news. It could be like, the, the you know how your parents say they remember the day when Kennedy was assassinated? Yeah, well, it's huge news that there's tangy cucumbers too. Most cucumbers are, are very mild. To have a tangy one, that's oh. a new thing. You have to Great. pickle it. Well, you got your way because the show's getting interrupted by a news break. Uh, they're bringing us breaking news in the middle of 100 cucumbers. So I hope you're happy. I'm Roger Matthews reporting live with a live breaking news report from BBC Radio One. Reports out of the United States Super Bowl are indicating that a tangy cucumber has been served to the president. All right, let's get to the meat part of the podcast. This is where a guest shares a true meaty story from their life. Uh, Carrie, you are up first. What would you like to talk about? Okay. Um, well, I grew up in the Bay Area, but when I was a senior in high school, um, my family decided to pull up stakes from the Silicon Valley and move to um, a restaurant in the woods. We bought a restaurant and we moved into a little apartment above it. Um, literally like in the woods, 30 minutes outside of a small town. Um, <laughs> so we, uh, it started with like my dad piling my sister and I into uh, a rider van and we drove up all the way as my dad remembers me and my sister were sobbing the whole way also insisting on listening to jesus christ superstar <laughs> um, for the entire ride because it, it just like was the peak of coolness as far as i was concerned at at um 16 i guess or 17 um so we were there and then it it was just like sort of a shock because I mean I grew up half a block from a 7-Eleven and now I was like 30 minutes from a 7-Eleven which if you've sort of measured your life in proximity to a 7-Eleven like that's really far <laughs> um, and um, and we like moved into this tiny little apartment above this restaurant and um, also one of the things about Southern Oregon that we hadn't really like figured into everything is that there's so many like hillbillies here. Um, there's everybody's like, there, there are like intelligent and like sociable people, but there also are a lot of people who like live in the woods because they have to live in the woods because, <laughs> because like literally Alaska has too many people for them. So they moved to this part of the woods. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah, because like they can't get along with people. So they move into like this more rural place where they 
aren't near to people, but then they still end up finding each other and um, fighting usually. Um, so <laughs> it was like a month into this. Um, I think we moved here in June and this was about mid July. Um, uh, my friend Jenny came to visit <laughs> and, um, the way that we would entertain ourselves was usually driving to town each day in my parents' Ford Econo line van. And, um, I, as a really idiot teenager decided to do this by make this more entertaining by driving as fast as possible as I could down the mountain, um, which is literally a mountain and there's a cliff on one side and it, it just falls down. Um, mm. So that was, that's exactly what I would do in a 40 Econo line van with such loose steering that I would make a joke of um, steering the steering wheel back and forth um, to whatever music was on the radio. And then the car would still go straight. Um, but <laughs> so, so that was like pretty much what we would do and then go to town and hang out for a bit and then come back. And it was the last day that Jenny was in town this one day. And so we, we were going to town and at this day, I actually decided to drive slower and safer um, because, you know, it was her last day in town. So I wasn't, you know, I didn't want to risk it for a biscuit. So <laughs> we're going, but um, we go across the summit of the mountain and we start to head down. And I stopped paying attention for a minute, which is real bad if you're driving. Um, <laughs> and, and the van like picked up some speed and uh, down on this thing. And then I went into a curve too far, um, hit the like, started to think I was going to hit the side of the mountain and I slammed on the brakes and the steering locked. And so I couldn't steer at that point. And we slid and slammed into the guardrail and then Oof. the van flipped over and slid down the highway about 15 feet. And, um, we were, I was hanging in my seatbelt cause my side of the van had gone up and Jenny, uh, was laying on the ground and oh. I just started screaming because I was like, what did I do? My parents are going to kill me. Um, I just was screaming and screaming. And Jenny got her head together first and unbuckled her seatbelt and was like, we have to get out of the car. Um, and she was trying to get up out of the window. But I realized I unbuckled myself and got out. We went out the back side of the van, walked a few feet down the highway, and then looked back and just saw this van lying on its side. And, uh, I just started screaming again and, uh, we had to wait, we had to wait. Somebody came along the highway and called the highway patrol. Um, they got someone to come up, um, and somebody went and told my family, my grandparents were back at the inn. So I think my grandfather came and picked us up from the side of the highway. Um, and it, like, I got a ticket for being in the wrong lane, I think was the the thing. Um, but the best thing about this whole thing, and, and I did have to actually pay for the guardrail also. Um, it was about $800. What? So I had oh. to pay for the replacement of the guardrail, which, you know, to be fair, I did ruin the guardrail. So I'll pay for it to be replaced. And I it did save my life. <laughs> um, 
But the best thing about this was that it actually like broke the ice with everybody in the neighborhood because <laughs> they had looked at us as like asshole Californians who were moving into the area. And now they were just like, oh, you're just like us with idiot teenagers. Oh, my kid has crashed their car on there. Like, <laughs> and like people would come to like tell me stories about them crashing on the road. And um, so it really opened it up for us, but I still wish I had not done it. <laughs> Whoa. So when you, when you're going straight and your wheels lock, uh-huh. is the road in front of you like veering to the right or to the left or like, um, how do, are you, are you on the cliff side or the, when you're driving, are you on the cliff side? No, no I was on the mountain side because as you drive side. down, you're on the mountain side. Okay. But I went into a curve too far uh-huh. and then my steering locked and then the road veered off to the right and I kept going to the left. Oh. Ah. So when it flipped, was it near the edge? It ran into the guardrail and then if we hadn't been wearing our seatbelts and or there hadn't been a guardrail there, we would have flown off the edge and run into trees Okay, and probably died. Um, but it, the front of the 40 condo line van hit the guardrail and then it just like that tipped over on its side and then slid down the highway a bit. <laughs> Whoa. I've never been in a car that's tipped. It's been an accident. Crazy. I mean, not recommended. I mean, that, that whole year I was not a good driver. I, had like seven accidents, all of which were mine, my fault. I mean, like every single one. That was part of why I moved to New York and lived there for a long time is I was pretty sure that I could not drive for shit, which also is probably still true. But <laughs> luckily, I'm more careful and actually pay attention most of the time now. Um. Do you remember uh, with that one or any of the other ones, like, what were you listening to anything like I one of the I like slid off the road and I was listening to like an ice cube CD and now I can't <laughs> listen to that ice cube CD because it's like it's not like too traumatic but it's just like uh that was kind of the peak of me listening to that album was like okay well I got into a car accident uh I, it's uh, done yeah God, um, that van only had AM radio. It was a, a great van. It had no CD player. It had no tape player. It only had AM radio. So most only of the time AM. Listen, yeah. <laughs> so you were listening to a lot of Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> um, it was pretty much Rush Limbaugh or like Mexican <laughs> folk music. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like polka. Wow. The other thing that they have on that. And then I got back to when I got back to um the inn, I was really upset. I was upstairs lying in my room and I heard my grandfather talking to my dad about like damn these stupid teenagers and their stuff and I definitely ran down and yelled at him that he was a pompous old man, which was the meanest I've ever been to my grandfather. <laughs> and I that's actually the part I regret most was running down and screaming at my grandfather that he was a pompous Aww. old man for being upset that I crashed the car. These <laughs> um, stories I, were supposed to be about ourselves being an asshole, right? <laughs> <laughs> Most of mine are, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, 
I was just to Jake, your question about the music reminded me when I was in high school, I think I was pulled over five times <laughs> in Whoa. high school. Oh my God. And, uh, each Did time- you have a car with like weed <laughs> stickers all over it? Or no, I was just like three times I was speeding. One time I was swerving. I deserve to be pulled over because <laughs> like, I was like driving a little crazy. Uh, never drunk anything, just young and <laughs> stupid. Uh, and uh, five, I think all five times I was listening to the Marshall Mathers LP. <laughs> it was getting you revved up. That's why you were driving so. I yeah, so. I remember like after the third, like the third or fourth time, I was like, man, every time, yeah, every time I've been listening, <laughs> to, like the Slim Shady or whatever. Yeah. Um, Kale is right. Like that's a that's an amped up young boy album <laughs> for sure. Yeah, like, I'm bad. I'm gonna swerve for no reason. <laughs> Slim Shady would. <laughs> uh, I mean, absolutely. Um, what was it? So you said you moved when you were 16 or 17? I was 16. I, w- I turned 17 like a, like two weeks after I crashed. I think that's a big time in your life to be moving. Yeah, I feel like. It was, it was, um, I mean, to be fair though, I hated everyone in Palo Alto. I did not have the best attitude, um, and I didn't like it there. So as much as everyone's like, oh, you missed having a cool senior year. It's like, I probably wouldn't have had a cool senior year (laughs) anyhow, um, (laughs) would have just been more like doing some theater stuff and being like a real bad attitude, slight, like weed smoking, nothing. Um, and it, at least in like when we moved to Oregon, um, there were some downsides of it, but like people were nicer here and people got along more. It like, it, it actually was a school where like, Oh, the stoners and the jocks like know each other and hang out and don't just like hate each other. So I think that it started to open my mind a little bit, get me to chill out. That was good. <laughs> Where were you at when Jenny visited by that point? Had you kind of like acclimated or were you, what was like, what was it really nice to have a familiar friend visit? At that yeah, point? it was really nice to have her visit. I mean, we'd only been there a few weeks. Um, so that was really nice, but I got to like show Jenny the um, Milky way. Cause she had never seen it before. Oh, cool. Yeah. Cause you, you can't really see it in the Bay area. And, um, one of the good things about being in the mountains here is like, you know, all of a sudden you, you see that like white smear on the sky. And she was like, what's that? And I got <laughs> introduced. Like those are stars. <laughs> 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 Um, and also like there were kittens and stuff i mean there's there was some good stuff about being here but interesting yeah that's like the opposite of most people i think like my experience is going from like small town conservative area to like la (laughs) 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 and you sort of your mind got open the other way i don't know yeah um interesting i mean that said I, as soon as I could, I moved away. I moved to the city. Sir, 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 are you okay? Yeah, I think I'm all right. <sighs> oh my gosh, that was a pretty gnarly accident there. You, 
you crashed headlong into that guardrail. Yeah. And ended up on the pavement. <sighs> yeah. Did I fly out? Of, did I fly out of the car? What happened? Yeah, I think Sorry. you did. It looks like you might have some, uh, some pretty serious bodily damage. <sighs> I'll go ahead and call the EMTs for you, but uh, I'm in the meantime, just going to go ahead and write you up a ticket for a couple grand. <laughs> what? You're going to write me up a ticket? Yeah, I'm going to write you up a ticket for $2,000 for, well, that's, we'll have to get it assessed and appraised, but that's my estimate for the damage that you did to our beautiful, pristine mountain guard. Who are you? You don't get to decide. Ah, oh my God. My, that's a fantastic question. Oh, ow. Ooh, my, okay? I think it's my, oh God. I ooh, think I broke my ooh. leg. I think I broke my leg. Don't right. show me that. Put that away. <laughs> I'm not trying to show you anything. I, ah. Here, can you just help me get to the You're side? You're in bad shape. Yes, here, I'll help scoot you over here. Anyway, to answer your question just of poking who me I with am, the broom. <laughs> I'm helping. I want to get you off the roadway as, as, as fast I'll as I it. can because this is it. Okay. Uh, to answer your question, my name is Officer McCandless. I am not an officer of the law. My first name is Officer. That is a common misconception. You're not even a cop? No, but I live here. And you, look what you did to this guardrail. This is going to take at least 40 feet of rebar. Well, maybe not that Hey, much. do you mind fucking off for a second and getting a real cop? I don't <sighs> Wow. I'm going to write you another ticket for your potty mouth. I'm not going to pay it. I'm not going to pay it. A ticket to a, a not a real sheriff. What's the consequences? Just leave me alone. Were you waiting for someone to crash there? I feel like I slipped on black ice. Ah. Whoa, what's happened here? <laughs> oh, hey, this is so this troublemaker here went and trouble made himself all the way into the beautiful guardrail oh. here on the pass. My God. And now he's cussing at me. <laughs> Dwayne built this guardrail. I don't know who Dwayne is. I have no idea who Dwayne is. Dwayne is a lauded member of our community. He hand built this guardrail. <laughs> if you if you knew him, you would have enough respect not to run into his guardrail. I didn't mean to run into his guardrail. I think I hit some black ice and I've Jesus, my car's on fire. <laughs> oh my, that's gonna okay. do more damage to the guardrail. It burns <laughs> up the wood pilings. <laughs> And hey, and Dwayne spent a lot of time polishing the veneer on that wood. I'm going to go ahead and rip up this ticket I wrote you because now I'm actually not sure what amount of damage you owe to us and to the legacy of, of Dwayne's guardrail. Yeah, you should write him a ticket that he has to be the one to tell Dwayne about his ruined guardrail. Oh, that's a good one. But I've run out of uh, pages on my ticket maker. Do you have any... Where did I put shoot? I do. I have some post-its in my glove okay. compartment. Hey, could you? Yeah, I guess maybe grab those. And... My wallet, my cell phone. Oh, can you? They're all in my car. Can you? Can someone please just run in? That should be sitting right on the passenger seat. Your car's on fire. That looks dangerous. <laughs> yeah, a never motorcycle mind. comes whipping around the corner. <laughs> I tumble. <laughs> oh, uh, the motor. Oh, gee whiz. <laughs> You should put up flares. You should be putting up flares. You shouldn't be yelling at me. Holy cow. Oh, my God. I think I oh, broke my leg. Ah. Oh, did my... Oh, my goodness. Oh, did my bike explode into that? 
guardrail. <laughs> oh, God. Sir, sir, are you okay? Uh, you know, I I don't think so, but I want to pay for my uh, the part of the guardrail that I busted. Ah. Well, uh, that's so a good citizen. What are you yeah. talking about? You don't have to pay for your first concern. Thanks for the guardrail. Your right ah. leg is dragging behind you. Oh, what is that? A couple of grand? And uh, I can see that a little smoke got into the air. That's probably upsetting the, the scenery for a lot of the residents. Ah. Ah. Here's point. another couple of grand. Uh, oh, my God. Did you also crash your car into this guardrail? Ah. I slipped on, I think, some black ice over there. Uh, yeah, I swerved into the guardrail. You hit my... <laughs> if there really were a black ice problem, don't you think there'd be more than just you yeah. slamming into the, the second, guardrail? I mean, come on. The second person just did it. It the looks... Second, no, but he's willing to pay for it. I, I, <laughs> it looks like you and, anyone anyone around? Ambulance? Uh, you and me are going to be guardrail buddies. Uh, that means we it? adopt a portion of the highway. And take care of it. Uh, I'm not killed. <laughs> we're buddies in it. Uh, I'm just passing me. through we're, here. No, I, we're co-parents. We're co-parents raising I'm a part not. of the highway. Uh, I'm visiting my great aunt, okay? She, she's passing. She's going to be dying soon. And I just wanted to. Well, how great could she be if she raised you? <laughs> You're so disrespectful to the community. Oh, nice one, officer. Uh, <laughs> thank you. His car's burning, uh, and now you're burning him. Hey, that was a good one, too. Hey. No reason you can't have fun. Holy cow, no? I didn't realize we were at an open mic. I always tip performers. Uh, here's a few bucks. <laughs> Are you made of money? <laughs> You're I just tried to be a responsible citizen. Yeah. My just throwing around. <laughs> I, I'm not. Some, you know what? I'm going to go back into my car and get a phone, and I'm going to call the police. How's that sound? Good idea. Yeah. God, it's hot. All right. 911. It's ringing. 911, what's your emergency? Hi. Uh, I've been in a car accident. I'm uh, I'm on the one. Where are you located? I'm on the one highway, I think, uh, uh, around the 45-mile marker. Uh, I crash into the guardrail. I... Uh, uh, and I think Say I broke no my more. leg. Would you like to make a payment by <laughs> credit card or PayPal? I have to pay, pay for what? I'm not, I, I want an ambulance to come and get me. I broke my leg and I'm bleeding badly out of my head. Huh? What do you think 911 is for? Emergencies. And what's an emergency? Health emergencies, an intruder in your home. I can't, I can't, I can't with you. Is this a prank call? This isn't a prank. I'm, I'm, I'm really hurt. Okay. Well, well, sure. We'll send an ambulance out to the one highway. You see that another phone in the, in, in the 911 operator room rings. Sorry. Can I put you on hold? What? I'm going to die out here. I think send a doctor. Please hold 911. What's your emergency? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um yeah i uh i think my butt is stuck to the guardrail <laughs> we're sending a full unit out immediately triangulating your gps <laughs>
knock 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 hello hi hi, hi. uh <laughs> carol uh dave i live next door um i don't know if it's you or your kiddos um but Somebody is playing uh, the Marshall Mathers LP and it's riling up my entire family. <laughs> so if you could just turn it down a little bit. My husband bonked his head going down the stairs. He heard, I'm Slim Shady. Yes, I'm the real Shady. Got them all riled up, ran, fell down the stairs. I'm trying to control the chaos over at my house. So if you could just turn down the Marshall Mathers LP. Oh, uh, I I suppose so. I mean, if it's causing you that much trouble, we'll we'll put on something else nicer and more soothing. Uh, I, do you guys like NWA? I don't. That's not more soothing. I don't think. Uh, um, but are, yes, is your family like particularly susceptible to exciting music? Yeah. Um, it gets a, you know, uh, if they're not listening to exciting music, um, you know, no Ted Nugent, no Eminem, no NWA, no Will Smith, Big Willie style, any of that stuff, (laughs) then I've got a husband who will go to church, kids who will mow the lawn, feed the dog, uh, do their homework on time, make me dinner. But as soon as we get a little, uh, you know, a little uh, uh, Papa Roach, any of that jazz, then my husband's masturbating in the living room. The kids are um, smoking pot and uh, the dog um, is biting me. So <laughs> I just needed to chill That's just out. a pickle. Because... <laughs> I, I love Papa Roach. It's my only, it's the main music I want to play. Well, I know that I'm new in this neighborhood, but I think I should have the right to play Papa Roach at, at, at least a seven. At a seven? Well, well a seven might be okay. I'm going to go, uh, I, I'll go back over to my house. Uh, and if you can just keep it at a seven or keep it low, I think I'll be okay. So <laughs> Cut, it. Cut to his house. Oh, sweetheart, I, I just woke up in a puddle of my own blood and jizz. What happened? Uh, well, uh, I'm so sorry. I, I, it's okay. It's okay. I what happened to my Bible? I was reading it. <laughs> Last thing I remember, I was reading the Bible. Yes, uh, you were. Um, let's not worry about it. Let's swiffer up uh, that. <laughs> blood and semen uh and oh get back God. to selecting your passages um to inspire uh the folks at the community meeting um it's okay You're did okay. i have another one of my episodes yes you did it's not entirely your fault the neighbors knew they blasted uh the real slim shady and you went bananas uh dang it but i've asked them to keep the music uh low Fuck no, I won't do what you tell me. Fuck no, I won't do what you tell me. Fuck no, I won't do what you tell me. Is that rage? Is that rage? (laughs) He rips her dress off. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell? 
<laughs> goes to the fridge. <laughs> hey, the no, <laughs> no. Put that food back in there. I organized that. What are I you won't do it. You tell me. I'll put the meats in the crisper. No, put the juice go in crisper. <laughs> Dump my juice out. No, you don't jump in. No. Picking my scabs. Hey, don't do that. That's disgusting. I'm picking my scabs. And Stop I'm going to jerk off. <laughs> jerk off in the creamer. Don't you do that. I run a next door. <laughs> you got to turn it down. You got to turn it down. It's too loud. I'm sorry. my That, that rage was at a seven. Is that too loud? Seven's not going to work. Look, uh, you can look. You can have my uh, earbuds. I'll give you my little AirPods if you want to listen to them inside your ears uh, or keep it at a six. I'm so sorry, but my husband put the meat in the crisper. Uh, <laughs> not to mention jerked off in the uh, creamer and ripped my dress, uh, which is... Uh, denim so it was pretty impressive uh, <laughs> my goodness and- i am sorry i will i'll try to keep it down okay thank you so much i'm so sorry to ask about this i gotta get back over there i'm sorry okay <laughs> see ya <laughs> see ya <sighs> <sighs> uh, <laughs> where's the where's the deli meat <laughs> i was just gonna make myself in a- the crisper <laughs> What the it's hell in the crisper. Why would what a deli meat be in the crisper? Because you went bananas when Rage Against the Machine started playing. Rage Against the Machine was playing? Yeah. <sighs> I hope you didn't add creamer to that coffee you're drinking, by the way, because it's been tainted. <laughs> oh, no. Did I not? Did I? T- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you nutted in the creamer. <laughs> It's foul language. I wasn't. Some uh, Alanis Morissette starts <laughs> pumping in through the walls, and this time the mom loses it. <laughs> I ah! Ah! To I rip off his denim overalls. Ah! <laughs> Go into Sweetheart. the fridge. Sweetheart, the it's fridge. Alanis. You're losing. <laughs> I take my kombucha and uh, pour it inside the crisper. <laughs> I start flicking my bean all over the <laughs> produce. <laughs> no, you're, you're, you're masturbating near the... <laughs> oh, I can, I, my character runs over to the other neighbor's house. <laughs> excuse me. Not, excuse me. Hello. What now? <laughs> I- Hi. Are you playing Alanis in here? Yeah, I love Alanis. And you guys wanted stuff that was more quiet, didn't you? <laughs> There's quiet. You can have quieter music that is still <laughs> attitude and, and anger. Alanis makes my wife go crazy. I don't know if you noticed, but my <laughs> denim overalls have been torn asunder. I've, the top, I'm just holding the top stretch. up. <laughs> Really she poured hard. her kombucha in the crisper. Oh my goodness! I'm really sorry. I I'll I'll put it lower. I'll put on mellower music. Did my I, wife not give you earbuds? She did. They fell out. They, they that shouldn't my matter for the volume. For earbuds, <laughs> they they just like reject them. Hey. I tried. I'm sorry. 
My wife really relates to some of that kind of more, I don't want to say Lilith fair. Cause, but the, the, that era, the Joan Osborne's of the world, the Meredith Brooks, the Alanis's it'll drive her crazy. Okay. Okay. And my dog too. <laughs> okay. Well, my I, dog I'll, bit I'll me on the way out. Now. Okay. I'm, like, again, I'm so sorry. I'm really just trying just to be a good neighbor. I headphones. Just, I love music. Okay. Or close the windows or something. <laughs> Goes back home. <laughs> oh. Sweetheart. I hope I'm you didn't on the couch smoking <laughs> a cigarette. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> Which part? The crispers uh, ruined. <laughs> what? The crispers ruined. The creamer's been you heard Alanis Morissette and you got sexually aroused, started tearing apart the fridge and masturbating over <laughs> a plastic tub of spinach. The $5 oh kind we get at Vons. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. We have a community meeting where we are going to present some Bible verses that are meaningful to us. Okay. Yes. I'm sorry. As a part of our initiative to to get to keep people from parking RVs in their driveways yes, and stuff. I'm so sorry. And well, our partridge family outfits have been torn. Yeah. Okay. And suddenly from next door through the wall, we hear, How much is that doggy in the window? Wow, wow, wow. All right, let's get back to the meat part of the podcast, uh, where a guest shares a true meaty story. Kale, you're up. What would you like to talk about? Um, what I was thinking about uh, coming on today was how I'm very bad at um, saving numbers to my phone, <laughs> um, and so like a fairly the like new phone who dis phenomenon is like a fairly regular occurrence for me, except I'm the, the new, like I'm the person who doesn't know. And because that meme exists, like this idea that if you ask for <laughs> someone's name, that you are like being condescending to them because that mm -hmm. idea like exists. I very hesitant to reveal that I don't know who I'm talking to. <laughs> and on multiple occasions I've gotten texts from, and I, I, I break, I feel like I break my phone all the time. I get like, I always have the shittiest phone possible because I get like, I just get a new phone every year from sheer, uh, like, uh, clumsiness, just like <laughs> I dropping or, um, uh, I mean, it's also my fault. Like I'll bring my phone into the shower with me to play music. And then I'm su somehow surprised when it gets wet and stops working. <laughs> 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 so I'll get texts from people and not know who it is. And I'll just kind of roll with it for a while and like, see if they happen to reveal information that will indicate who they are, which I think is what most people would do. But there definitely have been a few times where I've taken it too far. I have made and followed through on lunch plans with someone <laughs> that I didn't know who it was going to be. So I just went to 
lunch one day in Silver Lake being like, I wonder who's going to show up. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> Who was it? It was a, it was honestly, it was a friend of mine that I had kind of had of like a little bit of a falling out with. Um, we were not, huh. uh, I, I haven't like had a lot of friendships necessarily end or be really, um, like hot and cold, but this was a friend who like had gone through a really difficult time in their personal life. And I was like adjacent to some of the stuff that was going on. So when the dust settled, the dust settled, we were just kind of like not as close as we had been before. And it turns out that this text was from them like a year later reaching out to just check in. So it ended up being like a fine lunch, but definitely one that I wish that I had like had should have had a heads up about <laughs> who it was gonna be. And I feel so silly when this happens because I think it is, I think I'm a pretty oblivious person, I'm realizing. Um and it has happened also not just with um texting but with phone calls as well. Um a couple like a year and a half ago, I got a voicemail from someone who is at a mutual friend's bachelor party and he was drunk and just left like a fun rambling kind of voicemail. And so a couple weeks later, I called back just to check in. And I thought this was in this case, I, I thought I knew who it was. I was like, I think I'm pretty sure that I know who left the message um, cause I know who was in like, who was in this person's wedding. Um, and we talked for like 10 to 15 minutes. I, and I thought this was my friend, my, my friend, Ben, and we're having this conversation and I guess it existed on a superficial enough level that I didn't realize I was wrong because 15 minutes in, um, my friend Charlie, not Ben, was like, anyway, it's 3 a.m. in Amsterdam, and I don't know why you called me at 3 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Did you um, admit then? Oh, yeah. Yeah. At that point, I mean, once I'm found out, I'm found out. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, I, I did fess up as to what had happened at that point. Uh, Kale, I do this too, so I don't expect you to have an answer, but why do you think, cause I'll do the same thing. I'm just bad about entering. And I've had people be like, it literally takes two seconds to like go in or maybe it takes longer, but I still have like a ton in my phone that I just like have not added. Do you have any insight as to why? I think it's like, I, to at least some degree, you know, I'm a bit of a Luddite. I don't really like technology. I'm not very well versed in it. And not that saving a phone number is hard, but because I don't like, like technology, I never have good technology. So my phone is always like slow and bad. And so <laughs> everything I do on it is harder than it needs to be. So even, I feel like even entering a phone number to me, even though it's not hard, feels like, like, whoa, this is too hard. Or um, with certain numbers, I I think I just get distracted. I think it's that thing of like someone texts you and you're like, oh, I'll respond when I have time. 
and then it's it's two weeks after the fact and you mm-hmm. have not spoken to them. Yeah. I do that. Yeah. Yeah, I do that too. It's too much. <laughs> it's like too much to keep track of. I've been very like I I'm pretty good at putting contacts in my phone, but sometimes I don't. And a weird thing that happened on my phone is that like uh I have like maybe 20 pictures that got somehow assigned to all my contacts. So like if I didn't assign a photo, like the it, it's very strange it, what they It's just like a default choose. It's like no real photos from my f- camera roll that somehow just got assigned. Oh, but totally like, unrelated to the actual person. Yeah. <laughs> like one is like a coworker I had that I worked with that I don't talk anymore that was like fell asleep in his chair when I took <laughs> a picture of him. And that like comes up when like my dad calls or whatever. Whoa. <laughs> I don't know why, but the, the, up the, the now you can like almost get the contact information like whatever sometimes my phone will be like it's maybe this person or they'll say or it'll just have me update it and that, i find that to be great mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah i do that yeah <laughs> i do that too <laughs> um like your phone's asking you to do it <laughs> <laughs> so you went to one lunch not knowing who it was you talked to one person yeah, is, yeah. another example is it turns out that i've been texting my mom's ex-boyfriend for a while <laughs> Who did you think it was? Someone from, so usually the way it shakes out is I can at least tell from the area code which part of the country they're from. And Uh so if it's someone from Missouri, then I usually assume it is someone I went to high school with, Uh which was the case here. I was like, this must be one of my like high school acquaintances who just every once in a while Cause mostly what he texts me is like, Hey, hope things are going good in LA. So I was like, Oh, this must be someone from like Parkville just like checking in on me. Cause I live in California. Um, and it turns out that it is my mom's former lover. LA <laughs> <laughs> is kind of a nightmare for that stuff in terms of area codes. Cause you, it's like a catch all people have all sorts of area codes mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. So it's just the guilt. It's just the guilt of being like, like, <laughs> am I? Oh, I mean, I, I, mean the, I, yeah, I guess it's like a little bit of embarrassment, a little bit of guilt. Also, there's a small part of my personality that is probably like very like sociopathic and is like, <laughs> I want to see how long I can like continue this. And if I can like deduce who it is, if I can, if I can solve a little mystery, then yeah. I've had like a great day. <laughs> <laughs> love to love to create small mysteries for myself. <laughs> That's funny. So who did you think your mom's, so you didn't even have an idea who your mom's that when you're texting your mom's ex, yeah, you weren't like, Oh, this is you. You were just kind of playing that out. You didn't know who it was. It just turned out to be that person. It wasn't mistaken identity. Yeah, that was, that was just like, that was like, well, I wonder who this could be. <clears throat> Probably someone from high school. I'll just like talk to them in the way that I would talk to someone from high school and see what shakes out. And then, um, I, how did you find out? <laughs> I think, so this is where the mystery part of it comes in. 
he revealed, he was like, things are, uh, he, we started talking about independence and that was my first tip off because none of my high school acquaintances live in independence. Um, that narrowed it down a lot. Um, mm-hmm. and then what you do then is you ask like a question that's neutral enough that if uh. you're wrong, anybody could answer it. But if it is the person that you're thinking of, they will give a specific kind of answer. So I was like, um, have you been, have you been fishing recently? And, uh, his reply to that nailed him. It was like fingerprints. I was like, this is, (laughs) this is my mom's boyfriend because he's the only guy who would talk about fishing in this who would answer this fishing <laughs> question in this way. <laughs> yeah, I said, I'm going fishing, okay? Somebody is on the other end of this phone, and I don't think that they know who I am, and I don't know who they are, but they asked if I had been fishing, and I panicked and said, I'm going this weekend. And then I, and they said, I'll go with you. So I haven't been fishing since my dad took me, but that's where I'm going, honey. Okay. I'm going fishing with a stranger who does not know. Sounds like you're having an affair is what it sounds like. I'm not having an affair. (laughs) (laughs) It's the stupidest story I've ever heard. Someone, someone out of the blue, you don't even know who texted you if you're going fishing and it's some sort of part of your honor code. You are going fishing. Just yes. for it not to be a lie? Who is yeah. she? I don't know. No, who is she? Who are you cheating on me with? I'm not cheating on you with anybody. I'm potentially going fishing with my mom's ex-lover, uh, a guy that uh, helped me change a flat, uh, David, who I went to high school with, or uh, my old boss, uh, Linda. That's who I Linda. We see behind Jake's head as he's explaining this. Uh, we see like a poster board with little news clippings and strings attaching okay. all of these ideas together. What is this? What did you? Do? This is the family I, room. Yeah, and I'm trying to get to the bottom of who is on this phone. Okay, <laughs> I know that it's not my college buddy Baxter because I said been go-karting lately and they went go-karting with three question marks so i was able to rule him out over here see <laughs> now i can't if you want to cheat we can just open up the marriage all right i've thought I... about it myself <laughs> excuse me <laughs> i'm not if cheating you... on you and i am well this seems like a lot of work for to go away for the weekend with whatever whoever you're whoever this latest fling is okay it could be linda Okay, because I said, hey, do you have the account login for Acorns? And she said, (laughs) yes, thanks for sharing it. But I shared it with Linda, but I also shared it with that guy who helped me change the flat because I wanted to pay him back. Okay, (laughs) so I said, what's your favorite show? And they responded back, no offense, which is a cop drama that's pretty calming, but it's a little sassy. And I found both the guy who helped me change my flat, calming and a little sassy. And we know that Linda was, which is why I could okay, no longer well, work for her. I don't know if this frees you up, but I'm fucking Rick. <laughs> Excuse me? Who the hell is if Rick? If you want to just come out and... Rick? He's who our, is Rick? Our son's teacher. 
Mr. Schmidt. Our son's kindergarten teacher? You're having sex with Mr. Schmidt? Yes. Okay. I'm having an affair. I'm not getting the attention that I want in the home. You're off doing this is God knows what. What's this is unbelievable. I can't believe you would cheat on me. Wait till whoever this is hears about that. <laughs> hey, bring lots of beers because I'm planning on getting turned. I just found out my wife is cheating on me. <laughs> I I can't follow this anymore. Okay. Oh, bummer. Maybe when we go fishing, I can give you a hand job. LOL, LOL. <laughs> I don't know if that's sincere or not. Well, you might be getting a hand job from a guy who changed your tire once <laughs> or Linda. Well, Linda would never give me a hand job, but I don't know uh, if that's kind of an HR joke. The guy who changed my tire, we did have a moment where we both put our hands on the lug nut at the same time. So it's possible. I'm heartbroken and I can't even console in the guy who changed my tire, Linda or uh, Randy, who I went to high school with, who I don't really think it's him, but all these people have our acorn login, by the way. <laughs> yeah. My whole cue's fucked up. <laughs> oh my God. I didn't even think of going back and watching the recently viewed. That could help me get to the bottom of this. <laughs> hey, you fool. We have to work on our marriage. <laughs> Do we? It doesn't sound like it. It sounds like you're up to your neck in uh, <laughs> kindergarten D. I... I'm devastated. It was a mistake. It was a mistake that I made, okay? You're not around anymore. Your head's elsewhere. I'm trying to figure out who is in my phone, okay? <laughs> we lost 2018 to a, a, a scam call you got from someone trying to sell you health insurance. It said Switzerland, <laughs> and I know two people who live in Switzerland. I don't want to hear it. I, I don't want to get reinterested in this. Okay? Okay. I'm I need sorry. you to be I'm present sorry. with me, okay. your spouse. Let's work on this. I'm sorry. I just feel like I'm sorry. I'm losing connections all over the place, and I don't want to. And I'm doing it with you. I don't want to admit that I haven't been paying attention because I'm worried it's going to fracture the relationship. I'm doing it with this stranger on the phone and I'm doing it with you. And I apologize. See, that's a step. That's a step. I'm sorry. <sighs> okay. I'm willing to go to counseling or do whatever it takes to get our relationship back on track. Well, we could start by making a little love. <laughs> <laughs> knock 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 at the door no. perfect damn it Ans <laughs> answer it hello hey it's me johnny from 7-eleven you ready to go fishing oh my god uh yeah i, I i'm really excited i'm like really uh Wanting to talk about all of these British dramas and uh, <laughs> of course you do because uh, you're comforting when I'm there in the morning, but you're a little sassy on Fridays when I'm done with work. That makes you're gonna sense. have another donut. Ooh, <laughs> hey, didn't this guy offer to give you a hand job? <laughs> yeah, when what's a hand job between friends? Thank well, you. <laughs> 
<laughs> Lol is right. Dan, uh, I just wanted to say we've been going out for four months now and everything has been super great. Um, I, I really like you. I just, I was wondering if you could put me into your phone. Like save my like number. Save your contact information? I don't know. Oh God, sorry. Um, <sighs> Come on, Dan. I don't want to always have to be the first one to text you. It's not a big thing. It's a big thing to me. I know that to most people saving a number in your phone is a simple thing and it's convenient basic thing that everyone does but to me it feels like a bigger deal it feels like it feels like signing my life away it's just putting my number into your phone so that you don't have to always call John and ask him, what's Linda's number again? I mean, it's pretty embarrassing. Yeah. We've been going out four, num- four months already. I can see how that'd be hard for you, but it's a, a bridge that I don't know if I'm ready to cross yet or not, but I really want you to feel happy. I really like you. I really want you to feel like I am making some kind of commitment to you, even if I can't go there yet, maybe we can compromise and I'll, how about this? How about I remember your name now? (laughs) You didn't remember my name. Are you kidding me? I've never, no. Oh my God. What are you? You're not my wife. (laughs) (laughs) Is that why you have always just been like, Hey, when we meet up. Yeah. Yes, I thought I thought you knew that, and I honestly thought you kind of liked it because I, you know, I, I'll, I'll, I, that's why I always greet you with just some physical descriptor about you, like "Hey, curly" or "Hey, long legs" or something like that. It's. It, it, I mean, it was cool and sort of Fonzie like, but now that I know that you don't even remember my name, we cut to Kale hanging out with his his guy friends. Whoa, do I hear wedding bells? Guys, lay off. <laughs> I, saw te- I, saw text- I saw a text come up, pop up on your phone. It said, Diane. Who's Diane, my friend? Whoa. You saved a number. Ah, you okay, saved- I saved a number. <laughs> uh, look, I, it, it, I'm, I'm not saying that we're getting married or nothing, but we talked about it and, you know, she was right. I kind of cut her a, a, sh- a short, she got the short shrift in our relationship. So I'm trying. Well, buddy, nice knowing you. It all starts with contact info. Uh, and it starts with names instead of descriptors. <laughs> well, Next thing you know, go ahead. I was just going to say, it's actually kind of nice. I feel like I am in my first kind of real meaningful relationship. I think you guys should maybe give it a shot. I don't know. Yeah, Yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah, right. No, look, you don't even have to start all big and like sincere. Like I have putting someone's name in your phone is a big deal. I get that. That's hard. That's like, uh, 
you know, that's up there with the ring on the finger, but you could try something a little lower stakes, you mm-hmm. know, just to, to see. Now it's going to be anonymous sex and drain pipes for me until the day I die. You can't pin me down. I think lights on sex is pretty good. You should give it a oh, shot. Do you hear that? Oh, I can't believe what I'm hearing. I'm serious. Turn lights the lights on, on while you're having sex. Lights on sex? Yeah. Come on, man. You're nuts, dude. Okay, hey, you're nuts. You, you had lights poisoned. on sex that one time. You thought it was pretty good, right? On accident. <laughs> okay. I had lights on sex on accident. My foot hit the light switch. Came on. Jeez. Yeah, I don't like to know anything about nobody. (laughs) I get my therapist from a hole in the wall. (laughs) How is that? How are you even certain that that is therapy then? (laughs) I shout into the hole in the wall and they shout back. And my life has never been better. Yeah. You've grown a lot. That's true, Rick. I don't like. Yeah. Wait, who? I, what's? What did you say? Rick. I called my buddy Rick. Rick. That's my buddy Rick. Whoa. I don't want to know this stuff. He's, I don't want to know kindergarten. This stuff. He's a good guy. Look, it's not gay. Uh, it's not gay to know your friend's name. It's yeah. pretty gay to know your friend's names. All right. So, um, it's it's. It's going to be great. Uh, uh, our guest um, for the podcast uh, uh, is going to be Tom Hanks. Uh, he thinks he's um, just going out to meet a friend for brunch. Um, but we know Tom Hanks is the nicest guy in Hollywood. And so let's just say we pulled a few strings. And uh, we were able to get him to agree to come to this location um, where we will be serving lunch. Um, but he's coming on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just had to do a little little legwork there. But uh, Tom Hanks is coming on the podcast? Yeah. We're going to get Tom Hanks on the podcast. He, he seemed excited about it. Um, oh, my God. That's incredible. What I did was I got a Google voice number uh, and I just started, I had, I got his phone number, which was a whole nother layer of social engineering. I don't want to get into, but I got Tom Hanks's phone number. Um, and yeah, I just started texting him from a random number. I knew he'd be too nice to ask who, to say new phone, who dis. Um, so I, I, I could tell he was prying a little bit. I gave him vague enough answers. Um, I think he might be suspecting a family friend, something in that variety, uh, just based on the way we were texting. Um, But he'll be on the show. And yeah. This is incredible. I sort of have, I've had a little bit of a falling out with Tom Hanks. So. (laughs) I know. You know. Well, I mean, I wait, you knew Tom Hanks? I thought yeah. you meant. <laughs> yeah, I knew Tom Hanks. That would have I been a real. 
Yeah, I wrote that sequel to Big. He was on board for a while. (laughs) uh, He dropped out, and I said some things I didn't mean to say. It was going to be called Too Big, and this time he's... (laughs) He wakes up. I know the story. He's 18 feet tall. There's a knock at the door. (laughs) I didn't know about this history of Tomix. I did all this. I know. A great get. Uh, I'm sorry. I thought it'd be a great get for movies with Jake. I'm sorry. The the door. He's at the door. Jesus. Hello. (laughs) Hello, Aunt Lillian. See, he thinks it's his Aunt Lillian. Oh my God, (laughs) Mr. Hanks. Hi, I'm I'm Tom Hanks. I'm here looking for my Aunt Lillian. Oh, there must be some confusion um because we've been texting and you this uh i thought we agreed to Wait. do movies with jake the podcast where we have lunch oh with an old f- oh god i'm i'm so embarrassed i thought you said you were my aunt lillian oh well, well um, i didn't mean you know, to, I, I, I did i say- don't want to cause you Oh, I'm sorry. If this all be my fault, I am. I am so nice. I apologize. I must. Oh, what a doodle brain! It's okay, Mister uh, Hanks. Uh, yeah, I, I know. I threw in a, a few possibilities. If I was your aunt Lillian, or I may have promised that. In fact, um, but uh, yeah. I mean, you don't want to be awkward, right? Let's at least. Oh the God! Oh, so it's no. It's, um, it's, sure. It's just a four-hour podcast. Uh, oh, <clears throat> our our. Our host is a guy named Jake. Uh, he used to work in the movie business, um, oh. but now he's just sort of your average Joe. He's a hey. <laughs> that's the premise oh. of the podcast. So wait a second, you? That's right, Mister Doodle Brain. It's me, <laughs> Jake. Big two, even bigger. That asshole. I said Look. too big. <laughs> You wanted to call it big, too, even bigger. And I said, no, it's got to be too big. Okay. If you're going to talk at those levels, that's fine. I'm just going to turn your mics down a little bit. This is. I am the nicest person in Hollywood. I have met everyone. I have gotten along with everyone, but not with this (sighs) a-hole. Yeah. You know what he wanted my my character to do everyone loved big because it was wholesome it was nice i read big two even bigger and it's just a bunch of scenes of him nutting in the crisper (laughs) tom hanks can't nut in the crisper he can if he's 18 feet tall the crisper (laughs) would hold all his nut this is unbelievable And all this description I had to read, all these long paragraphs of one nut fills up the entire crisper because he is 18 feet tall. I'm a wordsmith. I won't apologize for it. Well, can we get to our first topic? (laughs) Yes. Who saw Trolls World Tour? (laughs) I I did. I I have to admit, it was great. It was really good. I did as well. Those trolls, they're funny. You know, I complained to Rita so much about that, too. I really wanted to do too big, big, too, even bigger. That's almost right. You are such a doodle brain. I can't believe that. Next question. 
Uh, what's our second question? We cut to a movie set. <laughs> there, we're, we're, it's like a minute, a little bit of a miniaturized movie set. There's a prop fridge. <laughs> Everybody. All right. So you say you got Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks is going to show up and do too big. Yes. I. What makes you think that we got all? I. We're so far into this, and he's not in his in his trailer. Okay, I got him. I got a Google Voice number, and then we started texting back and forth. He thinks I'm his Aunt Linda, and he thinks that a spell has been cast on my house, and it has shrunk everything. So, uh, he, so he hasn't read the script. No, he hasn't read the script. But he's Jesus gonna be Christ. here to do big two. Too big. God damn it. Oh, hi there. Hi. My name's Aunt Linda. I'm here for the movie. Oh, great. Some nice young man was texting me from his Google phone. Great. Are you kidding? I got Aunt Linda here. No. (laughs) Wait, so did you mean to get Aunt Linda? Or did you or did you think it was cute little set? Oh my goodness. What a what a scream. The fridge would be too large for a small animal, but too small for a human. Oh, what a gag. We cut out to see we cut out to see this uh this is on the watermelon network. (laughs) Uh, when is the Super Bowl on? I I don't even know what this is about. It's called Too Big. Tom Hanks isn't even in this. No, it says Aunt Linda, but she's great. Just watch. There's that scene with her in the fridge. It's just great. How is she going to nut in the crisper? That's what it says in the description. Girls can nut. Aunt Linda can nut. Just watch. (laughs) Oh, Oh, no, the Alanis song is coming on. <laughs> I've got one hand in the air and the other one's flicking my little bean into the crisper. <laughs> Great. Well, thank you so much for being on the meet. I had a blast playing with both of y'all. Yeah, thank uh, you both. Thank this you so really much great. for having us. Yeah. Um, thank you so much so for fun. having Uh Let's go around and uh, anything you'd like to plug or tell our listeners about before you go. Uh, now's your chance to do that. So why don't we start with you, Carrie? Um, well, I'm a, a little bit in quarantine quiet, um, but I, you can check me out on Twitter at uh, Carrie-McGuire. And uh, it's great stuff. Only mm-hmm. great tweets. Only great tweets. And my retweets are even better. So <laughs> check it out. <laughs> uh, great. Kale? Um, I'm on social media, uh, Twitter and Instagram. If you search for Kale Hills, you will find me. Um, but I also am kind of in quarantine quiet. And a nonprofit that I just ran into uh, that's really great is the Okra Project. If you haven't given to them, they provide in-home cooking and meals by... Uh, trans people of color for trans people of color. Uh, so, you know, if you have some scratch, that's a nice one to check out. What is it? How do you say it? Okra? It's called the Okra Project. Cool. O-K-R-A. Uh, yeah. Great. Um, awesome. Jake? Um, yeah, I'm uh, at Wake Up With Jacob on social media. I'm not, uh, I'm mostly retweeting 
so uh, <laughs> you can check out those retweets if you like. Um, and uh, check out the uh, Acorn Network. Uh, <laughs> which I think is nice. Really good. Uh, <clears throat> that's all I've got right now. Awesome. Uh, I'm at Mr. Josh Simpson on Twitter, Josh Simpson on Instagram. Uh, I just put a video called All We've Been Doing. It's stupid, but if you like it, you can look for it on it's YouTube or my socials. <laughs> uh, and the meet is on all the platforms, uh, including uh, Public, com slash stores slash the dash meet dash improv uh all of our episodes are on youtube and we got a patreon patreon.com slash the meet improv uh that's it thank you so much for listening be safe out there we'll see you next time on the meet the meet improv I'll take you out.